Hi, this is Dave McClary, and today I'll be reading from Genesis 22. If you recall, God had made a covenant with Abraham, which promised he and Sarah a son with as many descendants as there are stars in the sky. God then blessed them with the birth of their son, Isaac. Sometime later, God tested Abraham's faith. Abraham, God called. Yes, he replied, here I am. Take your son, your only son, yes, Isaac, whom you love so much, and go to the land of Moriah. Go and sacrifice him as a bird offering on one of the mountains, which I will show you. The next morning, Abraham got up early. He saddled his donkey and took two of his servants along with him, along with his son Isaac. Then he chopped wood for a fire for a bird offering and set out for the place God had told him about. On the third day of their journey, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. Stay here with the donkey, Abraham told the servants. The boy and I will travel a little farther. We will worship there and then we will come right back. So Abraham placed the wood for the burnt offering on Isaac's shoulders while he himself carried the fire and the knife. As the two of them walked on together, Isaac turned to Abraham and said, Father? Yes, my son, Abraham replied. We have the fire and the wood, said the boy, but where is the sheep for the burnt offering? God will provide a sheep for the burnt offering, my son, Abraham answered, and they both walked on together. When they arrived at the place where God had told them to go, Abraham built an altar and arranged the wood on it. Then he tied his son Isaac and laid him on top of the altar on the wood. And Abraham picked up the knife to kill his son as a sacrifice. At that moment, the angel of the Lord called to him from the heavens, Abraham, Abraham. Yes, Abraham replied, here I am. Don't lay a hand on the boy, the angel said. Do not hurt him in any way, for now I know that you truly fear God. You have not withheld from me even your son, your only son. Then Abraham looked up and saw a ram caught by its horns in a thicket. So he took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering in the place of his son. Abraham named the place Yahweh Yirah, which means the Lord will provide. To this day, people still use that name as a proverb. On the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided. Then the angel of the Lord called again to Abraham from heaven. This is what the Lord says. Because you have obeyed me and have not withheld even your son, your only son, I swear my, my, by my own name that I will certainly bless you. I will multiply your descendants beyond number, like stars in the sky and sands on the seashore. Your descendants will conquer the cities of their enemies, and through your descendants all the nations of the earth will be blessed, all because you have obeyed me. Then they returned to the servants and traveled back to Beersheba, where Abraham continued to live. Soon after this, Abraham heard that Milcah, his brother's Nahor's wife, had borne Nahor eight sons. The oldest was named Uz, the next oldest was Buzz, followed by Kemuel, the ancestor of the Arameans, Kesed, Hazo, Pildash, Jipla, and Bethel. Bethel became the father of Rebekah. In addition to these eight sons of Milcah, Nahor had four other children from his concubine, Reuma. Their names were Teba, Geham, Tashish, and Macha. This is perhaps one of the strongest passages in the book of Genesis and one of my personal favorites. It's also one of the greatest crises recorded in Scripture. Abraham learned the hard way the importance of obedience. 
This time he didn't question or hesitate when God told him to sacrifice his only son. Every trial is indeed a temptation, and hence has showed the dispositions of the heart, whether holy or unholy. Strong faith is often exercised with strong trials. trials. Who but Abraham would not have argued with God? Faith had taught him not to argue, but to obey. He is sure that what God commands is good, that what he promises cannot be broken. The good patriarch rises early in the morning, saddled his donkey, and gathered his wood, two servants, and his son, Isaac. I wonder what through, went through Abraham's heart and mind as he journeyed three days, 50 to 60 miles, to, to Mount Moriah. His heart undoubtedly agonized over the difficult task ahead. It was a very affecting question that Isaac asked Abraham as they were going together. Where is the sheep for the burnt offering? This seems to predict the Lamb of God which he has provided, which takes away the sins of the world, from Abraham's reply. God will provide a lamb for the burnt offering. Abraham lays wood on the altar, takes the knife, and stretches out his hand to give the fatal blow. Here is an act of faith and obedience, which deserves to be a spectacle to God, angels, and man. God calls us to part with an Isaac sometimes, and we must do it with cheerful submission to his will. It was not God's intention that Isaac should actually be sacrificed, but blood was to be shed for sin, even the blood of the only begotten Son of God. But in the meanwhile, God would not have used human sacrifices. Another sacrifice is provided. We must remember the promised Messiah that was sacrificed in our place, as this ram instead of Isaac, and his death was our freedom from sin. The Lord will always have his eye upon his people in their ups and downs that he would give them health. They are declarations of God's favor to Abraham in this confirmation of the covenant with him, exceeding any he had yet been blessed with. Those that are willing to part with anything for God shall have it made up to them many times over. This promise points at the Messiah, Jesus Christ. We know the loving kindness of God towards sinful man in that he didn't withhold his only son from us. In this we know the love of Christ in that he gave himself a sacrifice for our sins. But he is alive and calls sinners to come to him. He calls his redeemed peoples to rejoice in him and to glorify him. Whatever is most important to us on earth is our Isaac. And the only way for us to find comfort as an earthly thing is to give it by faith into the hands of God. This chapter ends with some account of Nahor's family who had settled at Haran. It shows that though Abraham saw his own family highly honored with privileges, admitted into covenant, and blessed with the assurance of the promise, he did not look down on his relations, but he was glad to hear of the increase and welfare of, his, of their families. Abraham trusted that God would keep his word, even if it meant raising Isaac from the dead. Abraham's story, along with any, many others in the Bible, entails sacrificing lives, desires, and wishes. Abraham received abundant blessings for not holding back. God not only gave Abraham's descendants the ability to conquer their enemies, but also promised Abraham that his descendants would bless the whole world as a result of knowing his faith. God's blessings far outweigh our sacrifices. His gifts are meant to overflow to others. The greatest rewards, however, await God's children in eternity. Is God asking you to give up something of great value? What can we learn from Abraham's example? Let's pray. 
Father God, we stand in awe at the faith that Abraham showed. We recognize that each of us has our own Isaac, something that we find difficult to give over to you. Abraham did not waver through unbelief regarding your promise, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to you, knowing you had the power to do what you promised. We ask you to increase our faith to be able to surrender ourselves to you completely in our lives. We thank you for your grace, your love, and your mercy. In Jesus' name, amen.